read one of your um, articles, which yes. was "Don't be an entrepreneur." Yes. And um, for listeners, it goes. Don't be an entrepreneur if you're motivated by money. Yeah. Don't be an entrepreneur because you think it's cool. Don't be an entrepreneur because you don't like working for someone. You're always at someone's mercy. Yes. Don't be an entrepreneur if you're looking for something that will give you work-life balance. <laughs> don't be an entrepreneur if you think it's going to be a career that's suited to your personality. Don't be an entrepreneur if you're uncomfortable taking risks. Don't be an entrepreneur if you're not fully invested in solving the problem you're working on. Don't be an entrepreneur because you think it's a good career move. So why be an entrepreneur? <laughs> I mean, you have to be a glutton for punishment. Because <laughs> yeah. like everything from hiring when you don't have money, raising capital, getting customers to believe in your product. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why, you know, the, the flip side to that, don't be an entrepreneur for all these reasons. The only reason I think to be an entrepreneur is to build, to solve a problem, to solve something that you think needs to exist in the world. Mm. Right? If you don't have that fundamental belief that I need to work on this, that you know, kind of nobody's building this, and if I don't build it, I don't know if it will ever get built, then, then don't do it. I mean, like, I have friends who've told me great ideas for businesses, yeah. right? That have then gone on to become great businesses by other people, mm. right? And I'm like, cool, do it, man. If you fundamentally believe that you need to do this, it's execution. Yeah. Because it's hard. Yeah. I mean, you look at, you know, Will, the founder of Deliveroo, right? And I don't know him, but what I do know from, you know, kind of people who've been in that circle is that it's hard, you know, from starting the company and doing delivery runs yourself through to going public and then dealing with public markets. It's not an easy life. And I have friends who told me the exact idea for Deliveroo years before Deliveroo. And I was like, if you really feel the need to do this, do it, but you must feel it because it's painful. And I think that's the thing, right? It's like, there are so many easier ways to make money. Yeah, there are. <laughs> <laughs> like, so many. Yeah. And you, you don't realize this until you're in it. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that was the thing with my first business. It was like, that wasn't the thing that I was dreaming about in the bath or in the shower. It wasn't the thing like while I was at the gym, it wasn't the thing while I was just walking that was constantly in it. Mm. Right. Whereas like now what I'm doing, I feel like I'm constantly in it. It's the obsession kind of thing. You have to have that fundamental belief that I am the person who's going to solve this and this yeah. needs to get solved. Yeah. I love the, that, that aspect because there is that kind of madness yeah. in some of the biggest entrepreneurs. Like um, I look towards Mr. Beast, for example. Yeah. I've never... Throughout his whole rise, I never really paid attention to him until like last year because I just went into YouTube. But I started listening to some of his interviews, watching some of his, some of his videos, and he's a genius. He's incredible. And you can tell that he eats, sleeps, drinks, does everything content. around content, 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 content. content. and bring it up content. to the next level. Um, and it's that type of level of obsession that you need. And, I, and but then sometimes I'm like, where you have people who are more rational, can rational people make it big because there has to be a bit of a rationality somewhere. It's, it's hard to say that there's like one shape fits all, right? Mm -hmm. Because like there's something about like even the average entrepreneur, right? And so, you know, we have this obsession with younger entrepreneurs, but when you look at, I think it's like there's some data and some research around IPOs and, you know, kind of successful entrepreneurs and like the average age is actually 45 when mm -hmm. start businesses. But, but when you look at, you know, the ages from like 25 to 60, you can find entrepreneurs at every one of those ages. True. Who've gone to build a great company. 
And so I don't think it's like a cookie. It's like, a, you know, there's one type of obsession. There's one type of execution because there are other factors that come into play, right? Like if you're building something in a regulated industry, in pharma, in fintech, in other sectors, having some of the resilience or having some of the gray hair or having some of the experience or having some of the network is going to be super important. For sure. Right? So when you see, you know, kind of BioNTech, mm. right? And you see their deal with Pfizer and the COVID vaccine and that growth and the entrepreneurial story of the immigrant founders who started that, you know, kind of mRNA, you know, kind of vaccine business, those people had to have PhDs. They had to have kind of the data and the research backgrounds. They had to be people who were going to build this. Mm. And they probably were, you know, super obsessed with the science part of that. And you look at them and you compare them to a Mr. Beast, very different personas, very different individuals, very different teams, very different cultures, very different, you know, kind of everything, right? But what they have in common is that they both felt the need to build. They both felt the need to create. They both felt the obsession around, we're going to solve this problem. 